0: Welcome back to the Todd Duncan podcast. This is where success happens. A member of the industry syndicate. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever.
1: Relationship currency does three things for you. Number one, it gives you the ability to make the outsized ask. Most clients like to spread their business around, but if you have a strong relationship with someone, you will get greater than your fair share. Number two, relationship currency leads to other business because people will willingly said, oh, you should talk to my accountant or you should talk to my broker. They're fabulous, I'll introduce you. If you're doing a great job for your clients, you have an easy ask to get introduced to other people. They will be more than happy to make the referral. And if they don't do it on their their own, they will absolutely do it in response to your ask. But you must exercise your power and make the ask. But if you have good relationship currency, you absolutely can spend it on that ask. The third thing that relationship currency does for you, it gives you the great male culpa. You're gonna make a mistake at some point. Everybody does it. But if you have great relationship currency, you live to fight another day. I cannot stress how important relationship currency is because at the end of the day, you all know that it's not always the person with the best stats, the person at the top of the league table that gets the business. It's the person that has the relationship. And in an environment where we're all living so fast and we're consuming so fast and we're constantly thinking about ways to be technologically more efficient, it is the relationship that is the differentiator. You probably know 7,000 retail doors have closed this year. Everybody's afraid of the big A. But at the end of the day, when I look look at an entity like Walmart, which is five miles away from any household, what do they have that an Amazon doesn't have? The touch, the personal touch. As humans, we all have a need to be needed. There is nothing that takes the place of the human touch. So in this world where we're being driven by technology, where these all these other parameters that impact our competitive stance, there's nothing like investing in the relationship. That currency is quite valuable. Now, As I turn my attention to intentional leadership, one of the things that made me develop this concept is that I, like you, grew up in a producer culture. And in a producer culture, people are rewarded by putting points on the board. And they are rewarded with compensation, title, and power and authority, i.e. leadership. But as I said, we're in a different environment. But well, those who are working with us and those who are customers want to be motivated. They want to be inspired. So the my way or the highway type leadership will not make it in this environment. Maybe one deal, maybe two. But at the end of the day, you must be intentional about other things if you want to be a powerful, impactful, influential leader. And I would submit to you that every time you are with your customers, you should have a leader's mindset. Servant, true, but a leader's mindset because of the gravity of what they are doing. And I think you must be intentional around eight things. The first thing is your authenticity. Nobody can be you the way that you can be you. The day that you received this opportunity, somebody else didn't get the job because you are the best person for the job. So the last thing any of us should ever do is to submerge that which is uniquely you. Anytime you try to speak or behave in a way that is inauthentic to who you really are, that's when you create the competitive disadvantage. Because you're using valuable intellectual capacity that you could use to really hear what your client is saying yet is not articulating valuable intellectual capacity that you could use to demonstrate that quick twitch response, and valuable intellectual capacity that you could use to co-create with that person on the other side of the table. As quiet as it's kept, I've learned after 30 years on the street that most people are not comfortable in their own skin. So when they see someone who is comfortable and confident in their skin, they will gravitate towards you. They absolutely want some of that. Your success, like mine, depends upon your ability to penetrate relationships. The easiest way to penetrate a relationship is to bring your authentic self to the table. When you bring your authentic self to the table, people will trust you, and trust is at the heart of any successful relationship. This was a very interesting lesson for me to learn. As you might know, I am a singer. I've done five sold-out concerts at Carnegie Hall, one sold-out concert at the Apollo, recorded three CDs, thank you. And I just finished up the last two Records on my my next CD which will be out right before the holidays because it's a holiday record But when I first started in this business of financial services and investment banking I didn't want anybody to talk about the fact that I was a singer. I wanted to be known as a no-nonsense Hard-driving analytical quantitative investment banker. I'm not here to sing and dance boys. Let's not get it twisted. Mm -mm. I Didn't want anybody to talk about that until I saw the client reaction. Against my objections, my colleagues would take me into the room and say, oh, this is Carla Harris, our capital markets banker. But what you really ought to know about Carla, she's an amazing gospel singer, and she sung at the Apollo and Radio City and Lincoln Center, and I'm there rolling my eyes until I saw the client reaction. Oh! You're a singer. Oh, I so admire people who can sing, and I personally love to sing, but my family will only let me sing in the shower. And maybe you can talk to my daughter about how she integrates her love of the arts in her academics, and there we were, having a 15-minute meeting before the meeting. Are you with me, Sales Mastery? Mm Mm-hmm, the meeting before the meeting. So when I sat down to pitch, they heard me with a different ear they saw me through a different lens because Carla Harris, the singer, was allowed to be in the room with Carla Harris, the banker. So I naturally differentiated myself from the other five bankers that would come in there and pitch that same IPO that afternoon. So now whenever I go into a new situation, I bring Carla Harris, the investment banker. I bring Carla Harris, the prayer warrior. Carla Harris, the investment manager. Carla Harris, the singer. Carla Harris, the writer. Carla Harris, the mother. Carla Harris, the speaker. Carla Harris, the golfer. Carla Harris, the football fan. I bring all those Carlas to the table. Because I don't know which Carla will be the one that will connect and allow me to own the relationship in a proprietary way. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are choosing to sit in the leadership seat, it is imperative that you bring your authentic self to the table. When you bring your authentic self to the table, not only do people trust you, but then you motivate and inspire those who are working with you to bring their authentic selves to the table. And anytime any of us is in an environment where we can be who we really are, We always outperform, and that will now accrue to your status in that leadership seat. The second thing that you must be intentional about is building trust. We are all competing around innovation. I submit to you that it is the dominant competitive parameter across all industries. Just name one where innovation is not the most important thing. So if you are competing around innovation, that means by definition, you will be going into territories unknown. And we all know as leaders that you cannot do it alone. You cannot do it alone. So in order to motivate your team and your customers to go with you into unknown territories, they must trust you. But if they trust you, they will follow you right off of the cliff. Now the question is, How do you build that trust? It's really simple. You deliver over and over again. I want to challenge you right now to think about the person in your life that you trust. Maybe you're thinking about the folks back home who are taking care of your kids. Maybe you're thinking about that one salon that you go to every week. That's the only person that can cut your hair or the only person that can style your hair. Maybe there's a dry cleaners. That's your go-to dry cleaning place or that restaurant that if you really need a great meal and you really want to impress somebody, there's that one restaurant that you go to. Why? Because they have delivered over and over and over again. Whenever I'm trying to build a customer relationship, I think about ways that I can deliver at least four times before I ever ask for anything. And how do I know what they value? I listen. People will tell you what they value. If you are not so preoccupied with making a sale, but you are very intentional about listening, people will tell you exactly what they care about. And in listening to that, I figure out ways that I can deliver. So maybe the client has said to me that they're a runner. And I say, oh, wow, do you have a good orthopedist on your team? Everybody needs to have an orthopedist in their their pocket because things happen all the time when you're running. And I know a great orthopedist. Let me make an introduction for you. There is currency and connections. There is currency in connections. Or they say, you know, I'm thinking about doing a marathon. I said, oh, my friend just did one um, over in Hamburg, and then they're going to Berlin, and maybe I can connect you so that if you do the Berlin marathon, then you'll have a community of people that are there. Oh, have you heard about the new Nike running shoe? I have a friend that works at Nike, so maybe they can send you some information on that. You know, maybe I can talk to someone who actually is a good running coach, because I understand you need to have a coach if you're actually going to increase your time. I try to do four things for them before I ever make an ask. And by the time I make the ask, the person's thinking to themselves, wow, I wasn't thinking about giving Morgan Stanley that business, but Carla's done A, she's done B, she's done C, she's done D. Maybe I can give them a little piece of this transaction. And ladies and gentlemen, that's all I need is a little bit of an opening and I'll wiggle my hips through the rest of that and land and expand right? But they trust me enough to give me the shot. It's about building the trust. If you do what you said you were going to do and you do it over and over at least four times, you'll always get the at-bat. You'll always get an opportunity to have the last word at the end of the day. And when you're trying to get someone to do something that's never been done before, they will go with you, especially your teams. The third thing that you must be intentional about is creating clarity. I just said that we're all competing around innovation, which means you are going into territories unknown. But even when you cannot see leaders, it is your job to create clarity. Even when you cannot see, you must create clarity. And when you can't see it for the quarter, you can't see it for the month, you can't see it for the week, sometimes you create clarity right around the hours. As some of you know, I just created a multicultural innovation lab at Morgan Stanley where we bring in 10 companies that have been founded by women or folks of color, and we give them cash, we give them content, and we connect them to some of our biggest investment banking clients around the world to accelerate the scaling in their business. We are the only bank on Wall Street that has done such a thing. So I couldn't steal from the competition. There was no playbook. I couldn't steal from anybody within Morgan Stanley because no one had ever done anything like that. But yet I had to create a vision to get the best people to join my team, go off of the tried and true track of promotion, and come join me and agree that yes, they could still get promoted. Yes, they could still get paid very well. Yes, this was innovative and new. But yes, I'm ready to go with it. So not only did I create the vision, but I would at some point just say this is what we're doing today here's the problem we're trying to solve today. Here's what we're going to do from 9 to 12. Then we'll take lunch and we'll come back at 2 o'clock and we'll figure out these problems. So sometimes it was finite periods of time. But as the leader, my job was to define what success looks like. When you define what success looks like, then you set up a situation where your team is motivated to outperform that which has been defined. And oh, by the way, when you can't see, don't worry about making a mistake. If you go on the journey and you realize that it's wrong, you simply pivot. I find that people are not really concerned about what you said at the very beginning. They really are concerned about what happens at the end. And as long as you can pivot and say, okay, we learned that, that's probably not the right journey. Let's make a left here. Let's go right there. That's all they care about is success at the end.
0: Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I am super excited about Sales Mastery 2020, the live digital experience. This is the first time in the 28 year history of Sales Mastery that we've actually gone entirely digital, responding to the market, and we're gonna be broadcasting the event live. What does this mean for you? Well, first of all, front row access. Yes, front row access to the longest running event and most extensive training event in the industry bar none, and 30 days of access to every session after the event has concluded. No airfare, no hotel reservations, no extra expenses, just cutting edge content from world-class speakers, trainers, and industry experts delivered straight to you in the comfort of your own office or home. Click the link in the show notes and check out the speakers, panels, and agenda. Over 10,000 attendees have already registered. Secure your spot today.